right. Yes, yes, y'all. Another day, another episode. It is nighttime, but you know. Yeah, yeah. You know. Another night. Another cold night of that. Nights like this. <laughs> so, uh, without further ado. I wish raindrops would fall. <laughs> That's the opposite of what I wish right oh, now. I hate the rain. <laughs> Greetings and salutations, everyone, once more. Welcome to episode 25 of, cool, the, Lost, century. of the Lost Words podcast. Uh, yeah, for real. That's another small milestone, actually. Um, I'm Joe. I'm here with Ren. If you didn't know. Once again, and... And if you don't, you should. Yeah. It's been a a lot. I feel like a lot has happened this week, but also not very much has happened this week. Feels like a long week. Yeah, no. Nah, like it has it has felt like a long week. Um, you got any standout standout points from what happened this week? Anything you want to celebrate this week? Any uh new certificates? Nah, nah, not yet. I'm like, I've got some things in the tuck though. Soon, man. Soon, soon. You, still, you working on work? You working on more stuff? Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Nice, nice. Yeah. Little dibble and dabble, razzmatazz, get in my bag. Hmm, right. You uh, heard it. You heard it. You heard it from your um, certified life coach here. Hey, that's me. Um, nothing much has happened with with me. I did. Ha- I did actually have a, a very in depth phone call with a friend. Um, nice. Funnily enough, it wasn't me because no one ain't calling me. No, you know what the funny thing is? Like, I'm not really you fought to you. Whenever you realize, nah, he ain't, he ain't gonna pick up. <laughs> whenever, whenever people call me, well, rather, whenever my phone rings, I'm kind of um, I just think, oh, who do I owe money now? I grab a weapon. Ain't gonna lie, I mean, like they're outside my door or something. What do they want? <laughs> like, I just, I'm, I'm automatically just defaulting to money. Same thing when I get post. But when I say owe people money, I don't mean like people are chasing me down for debts <laughs> or nothing like that. It's not. It's, it's no. It's no like. There's no loan sharks after me or anything like that. And I don't. I'm not talking about like people that i owe money personally i'm talking more uh I'm trying to get no one in diet <laughs> outgoings like direct debits and stuff like that you know this is around the time of the year when i get my letters from dvla about i gotta do this this that and the third of my car and then i gotta get i get count letters from the council because i gotta renew my parking permit it's just all those all these kind of things they all come out at once so whenever people call me i'm just thinking oh they're trying to call me to like you know ask about paying paying so on and so forth but it wasn't actually anything to do with that it was actually a friend um somebody someone i used to work with someone i keep in touch with he's actually a, he's a proper bless he's a cool cat cool guy but he wanted to just talk and that was nice but he's also a um a frequent listener of of the pod as well so we got to talking about that and he was like you know he's giving me daps about you know everything we've done so far and saying like he's proud of us and, and stuff like that and it was really nice to hear it was really nice to hear in a phone call, much less. But it was also kind of like, you know, you know when people are congratulating you and you feel not embarrassed, but you feel low-key like, ah, oh, like, shut That's up. That's how I Yeah, yeah, I know the feeling. Yeah, so like, I felt yeah. like that. So it, it was nice. I can't lie. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you guys. Yeah, it's a bit like when people sing happy birthday and nice you don't voice. really know what to do. But, um... I, again, once again, gratitude. You know, you're, you're going to be listening to this, and you're probably going to message me about this. But yeah, thank you very much. But um, yeah, it was it was nice to hear verbally because you know we get we get a lot of messages and stuff, and people um will hit us up and stuff like that, which is not encouraging anybody to like you know be ringing off our lines. I think one phone call is enough for me this month. But it was it was it was nice to hear. He he, he said that he likes to listen to the podcast when he's at work. He works night shifts and stuff like that. And I think one of the thing, a couple of the, well, one of the things that really stuck out to me was that he, um, he does listen to a, a bunch of other podcasts, 
but with regards to listening to people from the UK, it was nice to listen to somebody that he he can actually like directly relate to. Yeah, because uh, our way of life and our way of growing up is not too dissimilar to his and stuff like that. Mix. Yeah, like. I, I, and I said, you know, we we we're here, and we don't we don't like pretend to be anybody else. We've we've just come here, and we've been ourselves, and it's worked so far. So it is. It's nice, you know. Shout out to the people working night shifts. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hundred percent. Podcast getting it through. Hundred percent. Like shout out to everyone listening to listening at work as well. So yeah, yeah, of course. Speaking of DVLA, you took a little test, didn't you? I took a little exam, huh? I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah, gonna yeah, congratulate yeah, yeah. you, but I thought, yeah, as I you was... did to me, I'd wait for you to bring it to hit to a bigger platform so I could give you your, you know. I wasn't actually gonna praise. I wasn't actually gonna mention it at all because yeah. I actually forgot. But yes, um, I see, you, I see. You. Uh, but I, uh, I had my, I had my motorcycle theory test, and I did it with very little revision. Light flex. Yeah, it, I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest. It is a bit of a light flex. Like I, I I had the app and stuff, but I didn't really like dedicate as much time to revising as I should have yeah. and stuff like that. Um, I, I messed up the days first and foremost because um, I thought it was on Tuesday. I woke up like crack of dawn on Tuesday, ready to go. Found out it was on Wednesday. Subsequently, woke up over, overslept on Wednesday. Got there late, <laughs> but they still allowed me to take the test. Passed it with flying colours, dare I say. So yeah, hopefully soon coming to a road near you on a vehicle that is immune to traffic. But that's... um. Did you walk out with time still on the clock? Of course. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like, nice. it, it like, was, a nice feeling, isn't it? Like, yeah, nice. It, it was, it was. Because it was funny because when I went in there, there were people that um they were obviously in the middle of their test because I got there late. And I left before they did. And what was really annoying is that at the end of it, I don't, I don't know if you remember how like theory tests work and yeah, stuff, yeah, but yeah. like, you know, you do your your regular 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 theory testing. You do it has a perception has it, test yeah. afterwards, and there's not there's not really much way of like skipping that. You've got to literally just watch through all the clips. Yeah, yeah. At the end, they give you um, an opportunity to take like a mock test of of sorts, which is like doesn't doesn't contribute towards your score, but it will help um, towards like making new clips for future has a perception tests. And I accidentally clicked on it, so I just wasted another ten minutes of my time. <clears throat> but um, I was sat there and, I, and when I left, there was people that were like, didn't he just get here? And I was like, yeah, man. you know, most of this shit's common sense. So I, I kind of just walk, walked up to the desk. I was like, yeah, I know I, know I passed. Get your weight up. So he said <laughs> and when I was walking out, like the guy at the door was like, congratulations. I goes, how do you know I passed? He goes, I can see it in your face. And I was like, oh shit, I'm not really good at hiding this shit at all. But yeah, I passed that 48 out of 50. Um, very little revision. Most of it is common sense. So yeah, yeah. Like they they did they did try and blindside you with a couple of que- blindside you with a couple of questions. Just like road signs and motorway questions that kind of you got to know. Yeah, yeah, I'm 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 really good at that. Like most of the stuff that they um everything that, else is always just drop back and give space. Uh, yeah, <laughs> pretty much it is. in one in one sentence or another, yeah, it like, is. Yeah, drop back and give space. It's, it's literally that. that. Yeah, and um, I I remember the first theory test I ever took for my car. Because uh, I part, I failed my first theory test for my car, and then I passed the second time. And I, I remember what I think I failed by two marks. And one of the questions that um, I didn't know was how much is your stopping distance increased on ice? And I, was, I don't know. Like I have no idea. 
I think the general idea with that question is just pick the highest option. Yeah. But I didn't know that back then. And um, I, I, got, I, I must like have got like three, five, ten. Yeah. Or two or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, yeah, okay, cool. You've got to pick ten. But like back then, I didn't know that. So I got that wrong. And then there was another question, something to do with... Um, if you if you if you get involved in an accident and somebody's injured and they're in shock, what do you do? And I was like, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm calling a paramedic, I suppose. <laughs> but that wasn't one of the answers, and I got that wrong as well. So I I, I kind of just brushed up on on the subjects I wasn't very good at this time. So and don't, don't go in shock around this man. Yeah, nah. Yeah, I'm the wrong I'm the wrong person to call. <laughs> person to call if you're going to. I mean, truth be told, if you're going into shock and you call me before you call a paramedic, that's that's kind of on you. But. I know what to do now. You've got to like, you've got to reassure them and stuff like that. Yeah, don't, don't you're give... the most reassuring guy. I am. You know what I mean? Your voice is pretty common, apparently, allegedly. Right, yeah. I can, I can, I honestly, I can be very reassuring. I can be very reassuring. I think I could be reassuring anyway. I'm not disagreeing. No, <laughs> you I'm disagree not before... All right, but cool. Yeah. But yeah, nah, I'm past that. So I'm thinking, I'm hopefully by um, March next year, uh, I should have my bike or I should be making significant strides towards having my bike because... I will need some sort of method of transport now. I'm like my I lose my car next month, so yeah, I'm gonna need some method of transport. And public transport ain't really cutting it. Let's not say lose it. You're you're giving it up. Like you don't want to drive anymore. Yeah, yeah, I'm giving it up. Yeah, that's, that's true. But like, what was funny about that is that I got my letter from my dealership saying, "Oh yeah, you know, um, next month is when you have to get like give the car back or." pay the balloon payment or whatnot blah 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 they gave me all these options whether if i never had the like balloon payment money up front i could stretch out the balloon payment a bit more they would like renegotiate my plan and when i got the letter it felt so real it's like oh i'm actually getting rid of the it's car yeah time, i was man. like oh man like i don't know if i want to do this anymore and that same day i went for a drive i only went like i only went as far as asda and I got stuck in traffic and I was like, oh, nah, fuck this. <laughs> I can't do this no more, man. Like, it's just really, it's just really infuriating. I mean, yeah, I do know that, you know, having the convenience of a car, you know, you're sat there, you're comfortable, you've got your music and whatnot, and you're protected against the elements and that. But if it isn't really taking any time off my journey, is it much more of a convenience than it is a luxury? Yeah, I guess. So I thought about it like that. And, I, I you know, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of good at thinking of, things in the like as a whole so i thought you know yeah cool it's nice to have the car it's nice to be able to just get in and drive but then i also have to consider you know the general running costs it cost me a thousand pounds every year just to be able to legally get the car on the road yeah that's what i'm saying that's a like a real put off for me for wanting to do it right much less you know the other expenses like petrol if you need to get yeah. repairs and stuff I like that i could not drive to work either you know where i work i can't there you go i'm see? not driving there so if you if you and and then now you know they're making so many more places just inaccessible for cars you know congestion charges probably gonna get more expensive when they're just like making it bigger and stuff like that i'm just kind of i'm kind of thinking ahead you know you gotta you gotta be smart with your money now it's nice to have but it isn't really you know necessary anymore my daughter's at an age where i don't really like rely on the car to get her from place to place and even if i did i had i would also i'd would have to consider how many journeys i'm making with her relative to the amount of cost it costs me to kind of maintain and keep the car so yeah next month i will probably give that I will, i'll give that back i did feel it like you know when i got the letter i was like oh yeah i'm attached but you know material things they come and go they do so they do yeah enough about my attachment to to my vehicle yeah. remember remember last week we were talking about the the covid vaccine and how we don't know enough and stuff like that yeah yeah 
Well, in this past week, um, I've learned two things. And one was, I think, two people in this country um, had a negative, negative reaction to the COVID vaccine. And they're now saying that if you've got like a history of allergic reactions, they don't recommend that you're taking it. They don't recommend that you take it for one reason or another. And I think um, there's a 53 page document of some sort, which explains like a whole bunch of legalities and stuff that's happened with the COVID vaccine, including worst case side effects and stuff like that. But one thing that I, um, that randomly popped up earlier, earlier today. So even like I, I didn't even actually plan to bring this to recording today, but, but literally before I arrived here. I read an article on this uh, news website that said four four vaccine volunteers develop Bell's palsy. Oh shit! And they weren't like they weren't people that had the placebo. They actually had the, the vaccine. Now they are classifying this as a non serious a non serious event because probably because like I think with Bell's palsy is something that you recover from in like in a over a period of time over like I mean six to nine months. Uh, but you know within itself Bell's palsy is like a paralysis of the face isn't it yeah it's like some shit so, like leaning in it yeah so over time it, it um that that paralysis will kind of like level out so it does go away after a period of time but it it kind of like it, it just kind of you know led it led it, it just emphasised the point that I made last week we don't because, because we don't know enough I mean yeah of course I think there's going to be vaccines there's going to be like side effects to all vaccines, whether however serious they may be or however minor they may be. But this, but if you if you got to hold that out for like six to nine months, I'd rather just get the COVID and get rid of it. What does that shit last? Like two, three weeks? Depends. It depends because like I I do know some people personally who have had it or have at least had something. Yeah. If you don't if you don't subscribe to whatever this like to COVID, okay. like they had something and they've 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 been real bad, man. What for for six to nine months though? It hasn't really been like a thing for that long, but I know some people that like they've got it and they have not been able to breathe the same since since like okay. re- since recovering. I, mean, I know people like that got it and they're good in like three weeks. Yeah, no, mo- like the most Majority. the best case scenario is that you recover in the two to three week period. Yeah, I'd give me that. I'm not having my face lean. Like I got slapped. <laughs> <laughs> Every day since I was born for nine months, but shit start dribbling. You know, side of your shit's leaking. It does. You it can't does. chew food properly. Yeah, I guess eyes all drooping. I'm good. I'm good on that for nine months. I suppose. Uh what is it? As the United Kingdom started knocking at people, da, 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 da. Bell's palsy is a form of temporary facial paralysis. They noted how it was still unclear how Bell's palsy was caused in these volunteers due to the vaccine. So the US regulators stressed that doctors should closely monitor the side effects of the vaccine and continue to watch on how many people it strikes. Fuck that, man. Your face looked like like Ken in Street Fighter 2 when he gets beat up. <laughs> I'm telling you, go Google that. Google that Street Fighter 2 Ken picture. His shit is lean. But I'm, like, I'm... <sighs> How do I how do I articulate this? It it might be in like if you're looking at the case of case of older people, for example, it might be a sacrifice worth taking. Yeah, you see what I'm saying. Yeah, especially I mean, it's not like it's a guaranteed thing. I mean, if thousands of people have um 
had this vaccine or been tested, have had this vaccine tested on them. Look at look at son. Look at. Ah, uh, yeah, I remember the face. I, I, that's burned into my memory. Like I lost a lot. I lost a fair few games at Street Fighter when I was a kid. But when um, they're t- testing like thousands of people, I'm guessing it is sort of part of the course that you're going to have a couple of people that react negatively. And I guess they are calling this a, a non-serious reaction because uh, it is something that you recover from yeah, yeah. inevitably. And if only four people out of however many thousands of people that were tested got it, then right. I suppose... You in know, the grand scheme of things. Yeah, in the grand scheme of things, it's sort of like one of those, uh, I guess you can call it a necessary evil. Yeah. Or for the greater good, yeah, yeah, for what's the, the the lives of the few are outweighed by the lives of the many, they say, or whatever. Yeah, that's some evil villain shit. But yeah, I mean, I suppose that is so it's going to be well played with it then. Yeah, it is going to be how it so works. Four people got funny. I heard four lions in Barcelona got 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 tested positive for COVID. I saw that in the news. Why were they testing lions somewhere? for COVID? Uh, hey man, I don't know, man. I just the number four just reminded me. <laughs> something about them four lions, man. Sucks to be them. I heard, uh, yeah, I heard they were testing animals and stuff. Like, I, I think they wanted to test if, like, uh, there was transmission from animals to humans or vice I, versa. I bet they got to, like, hang out with the hyenas and shit now. They got outcasted. I can't be on Pride <laughs> Rock and shit. <laughs> why, why are you like this? Why are you like this? But um, I haven't heard any uh, whisperings about, like, vaccines and stuff. What would no. you, what would it take for you to, like, have the vaccine? If it gave me, like, X-Men powers... All right. What would it take for you to take the vaccine on a realistic plane? If they told, like, let's say within between now and the next six months' time, and they said to you, what what would it what would it take to persuade you to do it? If it unlocked like ten percent of my brain, it gave me X Men powers. <laughs> All right. Let's say. I mean, you're not working right now, so why are you put my business out here on these podcast streets? You said yeah. it. It's okay for me to say. Oh, okay, fair. Okay, let's say no, let, I'm 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 being paid. Yes, I'm okay. You're not unemployed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, let's say for example, work said to you, you can't come back unless you get the vaccine. Uh, deuces, B. I don't want to come back anyway. <laughs> I'm thinking about like what other if I could call the civil liberties that we have that right right now that they could inconvenience us with. For for example, that if you couldn't leave the country. Okay, so if they said that you couldn't leave the country, yeah, if you could never, if you can, if I could never leave the country again, then yeah, I would have to, I would take it. There were whispers because um, of the Brexit transition at the end of the month. There were whispers that a lot of the countries in Europe were not going to be able to go to because our um, COVID infection rate is so high in this country at the moment. And I think, I mean, this is all unconfirmed, and we're not going to know until yeah, the end yeah. of the month and stuff. But there, there were whispers that were um, saying that we may not be able to go to certain countries unless we do get vaccinated. I mean, we'll have to wait and see how that goes, but I, I don't think that will go through, but we'll cross that bridge when we get there. I suppose. I mean, I, I, I think that, I think in terms of, you know, personal inconvenience, it's, it is like holidays and work are kind of the only really real two things. And holidays aren't really like a necessity they kind of are kind of a sort of a necessary luxury but they're not really a necessity in the sense that you don't need it to survive they're the, that's the only real things they can take away it's like you know if the if the work says you can't come back unless you had the vaccine i mean in, in this time where it's kind of difficult to find a job you might just have to yeah, yeah, yeah. you know you might have to risk the lean face in it yeah still it kind of you know 
But unemployment would be too high if that was the case, because there'd be too many people that wouldn't take it. It would be too high. They would have to find another way to like it combat the unemployment rate. Well, it's no, already probably it, the highest as it is. Now. It wouldn't. I don't think it would be a government mandated thing. It would probably be down to individual employers, isn't it? If it, it'd be one of those things where, like, you know, if you work in a place where there's like a high population density in a in a particular building, they're like, oh yeah, they might say to you, oh yeah, unless. I mean, this is the the realm of hypotheticals, and for something like this, it's highly unlikely yeah. they would do that because you know immunizations and stuff like that have always they've never been compulsory. But if they were to say something like this, it would be in a place, and it would be a privately mandated thing with these companies where they would like say, "Oh yeah, unless you've been vaccinated, you can't come back," because so on and so forth, risk to other people, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But yeah, I don't think it would. I don't think it would happen. I'm just you know. Living in the realm of hypotheticals here. It's like you say, if it was something that would prevent me from going abroad, I would probably consider it. But yeah, I don't yeah. think I would consider it until I needed to go abroad. I would, yeah, not yeah. I'm not doing it for a holiday I haven't even planned yet. Yeah. Yeah, no. I'm not doing it on a whim. My passport's out of day, man. I need to update. I need to fix that shit now that we're speaking of it. Where do you plan on going next? Or rather, where would you... like um, Vietnam. Next year? When I can. That's the next place I'm going. And I already said that would help out after the um, incidents that it was having not too long ago that I got in touch with some people with. You might go there and never come back? I'm, I doubt that, but... Not in a hostage way. I mean, oh, yeah. like, I mean, like, you might not want to come back. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I'd, it's been like that everywhere I've been. Though. Really? <laughs> yeah, man. Every place I've been, I'm like, damn. I could, I could see myself here. Uh, I can't relate. For the rest of the time. Uh, no, I can't relate. Uh, Germany, Germany was nice. Uh, Barcelona was really nice. We've been to a few of the same places. So I find that kind of not together, obviously, because you, your group, of, your circle ducks me. But um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm surprised. Budapest was really nice. I think Budapest is probably one of my favorite European cities. Have you been? No, I haven't been. I highly recommend it. I would like to go. Yeah, yeah no, no, Budapest is definitely definitely up there. I, um, I've always wanted to go to Canada. Yeah, same. And I think that, um, I, I mean, I sort of like, I low-key had it penciled in this year as a possibility, but then, you know, COVID just kind of brought everything, brought everything to shit. And okay. You got some work over there? No, nah, no. Nah, like, mm. I, I actually just want to go there. I just want to go out there for a solo holiday. Yeah, solo, huh? Mm. Nah. nah, legit. Like, I just want to mm. go out there for a solo holiday. Like, I, I, I wanted to do this since I was like 21. And I think the first big holiday I went on was um, was Thailand, but then I went with people, innit? Yeah, but um, Thailand is the best place in the world. Eh? Yeah, I think Thailand's the best place in the world. I love Thailand. Really? Yeah, Thailand has there's a special. I was probably the happiest point in my life when I was in Thailand. Thailand was incredible. Thailand was incredible. It's one of the drunkest I've ever been. I think I, I went to the because I went to the full moon party. Nah, I wasn't. I passed out. I partake partook in part. I was never. I wasn't in a state at any point. But nah, it's, it's just an amazing place, man. No, nah, it's it's really nice. Aside from all, I'm talking about aside from all the tourist shit and all the, you know, where you see all the drunk white guys and all that shit. Yeah, I'm talking about the island and the people. No, it's the not. Culture. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That, no, the people amazing. are the it's people amazing. are really really nice. Um, the people are really nice. The islands are really nice. It's really scenic. The weather is amazing. The food's good. The portions are good. The cinemas are the cinemas are good too. I think what um, what did we go and watch out there? I think it was the. Um, the, f- the first Avengers movie and I, oh, that's I, it and, the f- and it, was, it was the first time I'd ever been in a cinema where the seats reclined and stuff like that so I was like oh, I was I was comfortable like the like, leather armchairs isn't it yeah yeah yeah, yeah 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 and obviously this was um 
when we would like introduced to like a whole new world of living in it and we were out there and this was before the current king was was sworn in so it was the oh yeah no king. no you got a rise for that yeah the and one. yeah that yeah, was to respects, me that right? was that was that was crazy because they revere him out there you know he was everywhere he did everything. before before the movie we everyone had to stand up to yep. like you know pay their respects to the king and stuff like that and i was like damn this is this is crazy but like it was really nice the the my money went a long way yeah of course and I was like, what? Well, I think I bought what four hundred pound out there for two weeks, and I was just living large. Like, no, nah, every- I, I, I was, I was, I saved up. I saved up. I made sure I had a nice nest when I was over there, and I was living frivolous. Yeah, yeah, crazy. Now nah, we stayed in crazy. like we stayed in. I was doing top, outlandish shit. Top class like accommodation wherever yeah, we went. Yeah, like, on, on all the islands we went, it was really nice. Uh, yeah, now nah, that yeah, okay, no, nah, I can understand. I don't know if I, I can say it was my best. Best holiday overall, yes. Best destination, I'm not sure. I'd have to like actually like maybe Bali. Bali is, is Bali is close as well. I've not been there. Bali's close. I've not been there, and Bali's everyone really I, close. everyone I know that's been there speaks really highly. I, I like the I like Thai culture a bit better than Indonesian. Yeah. Um, Bali's also really far away. It's like 18 hours or some shit like that. Mm. But funny enough, my money went longer over there. Really? Yeah. That, again, I was kind of living frivolous in Thailand. Um, Bali was cl- Bali's a close second, though. Interesting. I'll, add it to the, I'll, I'll probably add it to the list. No, no, it's definitely one of them places, one of them ones. Uh, yeah, so my top two is Vietnam and obviously Japan. Oh, to go to? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, Vietnam and Japan, they're definitely my top two. I need to go to somewhere in South America as well. I think my top two are... I want to get to every continent in the world before I'm, before my my time ceases. Canada and Ethiopia. Okay. I have a personal attachment to Ethiopia. Like I was um chasing the bundas. <laughs> nah, no, come on. Like nah, it's it's literally because I was raised in the Orthodox Church, like the um, Ethiopian Church, isn't it? Okay. So yeah, I got a I've got an attachment to that. Looking at the pastor's eyes, bunda. <laughs> <laughs> nah, not even, not even, not even. But like I'm. Um, yeah, like one of the African countries, you know, it's the motherland, isn't it? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. like, I'm, I got, I got to get out there sometime. I feel you. Look at us reminiscing on like, it's I funny know, because Sky, Skyscanner kids keep emailing me all the time. At the time, we can't really travel. It's just like you know, leave me alone. Like, read the room, innit? But next, next year, um, if if time and COVID permits, I would like and money, of course, I would like to um, I'd like to travel to at least one or two destinations. Even if I go on another little Euro trip, that would be nice. But. Yeah, we're reporting from Amsterdam soon. It's still coming. Oh, yeah. It's still yeah, coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't actually, actually want to like... Uh, I'm one of those people. You know when people say... When people drink and they say, um, I'm never going to drink again after this. Yeah, I said that the second to last time I drank. But then I drank the last time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's always like, oh, okay, I'll, 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 I'll stop next time. I'm, I've got that relationship now with edibles. Because oh man, yeah, and I've got I had I got a dark story, but I'm not telling it today. Man. Yeah, yeah, no, nah, I'm sure it'll come up somewhere down the line, but not not today. No, nah, I got I got that I got that with edibles now. I mean, I know I know you know Amsterdam is kind of on the list and that, but I don't smoke in it, so kind of I think edibles is kind of probably the only way I'm gonna you know go out there and you know experience that that kind of thing. But 
from what I hear, yeah, you some shrooms. You like a little oh, mushroom nah, burger? Oh no, 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 no. Get you a shroom, a little mushroom burger. No, I told a different kind. A mushroom burger. No, I, I know someone. I know that's. I know someone. Plant based. Um, that's t- <laughs> I know someone that's taken shrooms before, yeah. and he he said it. He said it. He said it put him on a higher plane. Yeah, yeah, something like that. And astral projection. I think, but I think before, like pre-edibles, I would have been like, ah, oh, that sounds kind of interesting. But post-edibles, I was like, nah. Yeah, but they and, all hit you differently, though. Like, right, the, okay. the edibles that you, I know the ones you've had, that's, I'm telling you, that's, I've been to a dam a couple of times. It's yeah. kind of different from the, like, the baked treats you get over there. Right, and that's, so I, I think that's what, different. I think that's what I'm worried about. Because you see, when you're drunk, yeah. you can like, you can wash the alcohol out of your system, innit? You can like, you can eat bread, it will soak up the alcohol. You can drink water and it will sober you up. But when you're high... There's nothing you can do. You're at you the you're at, yeah. You're at the mercy of it. Like I, 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 I think I've I don't know if I've mentioned it on 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 the podcast before. The first time it happened to me, when I had the half cookie. Uh, I think you did. Right. The only thing I could do was try to keep napping, and I was just hoping that the rest was gonna like you know flush it out of my system. I just woke up feeling worse yeah, every single yeah. time. So I feel you. When I went to bed. And I had to get up in the morning to go to work, and I was still feeling like that. I was, I was starting to think, maybe this is me forever. Like, maybe it's just never gonna go <laughs> away. Like, as I remember when you was little, and kids used to turn their eyelids inside out, and you're like, ah, oh, if the wind blows, it'll stay, like, like, it stay like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I thought kids like, are dumb, man. <laughs> yeah, but like that, that, that kind of thought, the train of mind came back to me again. I was thinking, maybe I'm just gonna stay like this forever, and because it went like I had that feeling in my in my head from 8 p.m. to like 8, 8 p.m. till 3 p.m. the next day listen I've, I've never felt so free I felt like my mind was just freed from the shackles of something I had no control over so I know that you know Amsterdam is kind of on the list in that but I don't know if I I don't know if I can I, I think I I think the only thing I want to do there is just cycle and see the seat and I'm see the cycling sex. with you down so what are we gonna do what's, 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 some what's, shit and record <laughs> I'm going over there to cycle. I'm I'm not going to be coherent though. That's the whole point. Oh, okay. We could do that here. Yeah, but it's fun in a, you know. I, I, I yeah okay I hear that it will be di- okay it will be different. different. It will be different. It will be different. I'm sure the group will enjoy it as well. Yeah, I suppose there's that. When I had that phone call. Uh, with my dear friend he asked me a question and it's something that I f- that, that funnily enough we haven't actually addressed before especially seeing as it was so common with uh, the online narrative however long it's been like floating around social media but basically it was a question he, he had um, he, he wanted to know our opinion on something that and I say our not like mine our opinion on something that Someone tweeted. I think she. I think she's a model. Uh, it was something she tweeted earlier this year, and I think she ended up like putting out on a video explaining it, and ended up just doubling down on the point. But I'm saying the quote verbatim. It says here, "Women should be financially taken care of in a relationship. Oh. Your woman shouldn't have to worry about paying a damn thing. Ugh. If you can't afford to take care of a woman completely, don't date or pursue a woman until you can. Ugh. The woman is the prize. Pay for it." Ugh. You see, is that how you see yourself as a prize? What do we think? How could uh, you're comparing yourself to a prize? I'm saying a lot about you already. But I dis—I mean, I disagree with every point made there. If you want to know my stance on it? Of course not. 
What the fuck? <laughs> do you, you even really care for this guy, or do you care for what he can do for you? Like, where's the companionship? That's that is what it looks like. How are you not gonna hold each other up in a good in a relationship? Like, right. how can you have like a solid foundation if it's one sided? Your right. shit is gonna lean. You ever try to build a fucking house on a on a lean? Shit's gonna slide. But like, this 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 uh, try playing Monopoly. On a, on a slide, yeah, on a, on a lean surface and try and put your houses and hotels down. See what happens. That shit gonna slide to the ground. But like what? what All the cards. Do you community chess. A couple of Chance. Weeks. You're doing it again. <laughs> <laughs> you remember two weeks ago when we spoke about the whole, um, with the other podcast when it was obviously a panel of all women and they were talking about like guys who play games can't be good lovers and stuff like that. Yeah. And then she went on to clarify her comment. Yeah. yeah. I think... It's a similar situation here. Now, I don't know exactly what this person thinks or however um, she processes her relationships with men. But we, I think in general as a society nowadays, we tend to think in absolutes. In the sense that when, if you look at someone and they're not rich, they're broke. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Right? Yeah, I hear what you're saying. If someone's not happy, they're sad. They're sad, yeah, yeah. And, st- and stuff like that. So we think in we think in we think in absolutes. If someone like plays games, they don't have their shit together. Yeah, they ha- or they have no life outside. Or, or of, they, yeah. yeah, they have no life outside those games. And I think this this is um I think this is a classic example of that same kind of thing happening. So when this person in particular is talking about how um you, her man should pay for everything and stuff like that, it's kind of a thing where if you fight back against it, you're seen as broke. No, fuck that. But you see, like you see, what I'm, you see, what I'm trying to say. Yeah, if yeah. you try to defend, if you try to defend yourself against this, is it because you're broke? Is is most is most likely is most often the common retort. Online, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you, this is the kind of thing. This is a, this is another important point because you you only ever see these kind of narratives online. You never see people don't say these things in person. Yeah. yeah. Generally, it's because it's safe online. You're behind a screen, isn't it? Well, I would say that kind of thing is true for criticism and stuff like that. But for the, for the, for these kind of bold statements, yeah, people. I think largely people do do it for attention. But at the same time, yeah, you're right. You're safe. They are safe. Like people aren't going to shout you down. If you say if people were saying this in a group of other, like a group of other people in the same room, people are gonna you know you're gonna get g checked, innit? Yeah, they're gonna bark on you. So when when I think about when I think about this, I think about the kind of the, the kind of standards that we as men have had for women, not specifically us two, but like common online narratives that men have for women in the past. And it's typically, can you cook? I can't think of any like other particular prerequisites that men want from women, generally speaking. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm already online like that. I don't really see any of those. So yeah, you, probably right you don't nothing no. like that at all no because i'm not really on the socials like that mm-hmm. i'm not gonna see any tweets am i okay fair uh yeah i mean these kind of things they, they kind of float around on instagram as well people put like instagram lives out where they're talking about you know their expectations for men or their expectations for women and whatnot yeah like, i mean i see a lot for men because it's more common like, but i don't really see a, a lot of men saying the opposite I think it's most it's purely I think it's purely because that kind of thing where they want a woman that can cook is it's come from a younger mentality in it where it's kind of they're just thinking you know I'm going to go out and make make my money and you can just cook the food and that in it people are just thinking in very binary terms 
when I think about this this um this woman's statement where she's talking about like a man should pay for everything, I obviously disagree. Yeah. I think it's nice Respect if you're yourself. Where's the independence? Yeah, there we go. That's 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 another point. But I think both. You can't say you can't claim to be an independent person and then you have a st- and that's your outlook on things. That's a, just a big, that's a walking contradiction. But then What's you've the got word? to oxymoron. Yeah, but then you've got to ask the question: What what are you bringing to this relationship? At the same time, what 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 the fe- what she is bringing to the yes. relationship? I mean, I'm probably sure she's gonna say like physical stuff. Which again, how does how do you value yourself if that's what you're saying? Like you might have that fire. You might very well have that fire. That mm. might be the fucking the governor's box. <laughs> but that might be the VIP. That might be the the balcony that Lincoln got shot in. It in might that, be that that <laughs> prestige. But if if that's all you like, you value that you feel that you bring to the relationship, and that's the reason why he should pay for everything and take care of you. That says a lot about you. Like, how are you holding each other down? Just keep referring to that. But like I, mentally as well. What does that do to him mentally? Also, how long... If if you're willing... If that's your look on things, like, what are you willing to take? How are you willing to treat... If this man has all of this, how is he going to treat you? And are you willing to stay? Like, Is he just going to take the absolute piss out of you? But you're going to stick around because he, he pays for everything. Yeah. There's, that's, those are all, you might those are all good fu- and valid you points. You might beat shit down your leg. But, you know, his, 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 money's, look, his money's long. Yeah. And you're going to stay around else, you know, a couple of bruises, he'll heal, broken bones, but the money doesn't run out. Like, what What does that say about your character, man? Yeah, there are obviously a number of caveats in it. I think, I, I think with this kind of thing, it's just something that people want to use to flex on, in it? It's like, oh, yeah, my man pays for this or my man pays for that and stuff like that, innit? All right. Um... I mean, this isn't something that I can particularly say I know anyone that's had like first-hand experience with, but I do know and I do see a lot that it's a it's a very common online narrative, especially in this day and age where um, they are like you've got like a select few people who are pushing for. It's a new breed. It's a new breed of feminists. A new breed of feminism, I would say. Okay. That's kind of focusing on. Um, rather than up uplifting women, they're kind of they're kind of doing it in such a way where it belittles the impact of men in general. Even if you're not, if even if they're not necessarily like you know in relationships, it, it might not even necessarily be like heterosexual women, but they're using their brand of feminism to belittle men and yeah, the impact that men have on you. Can big yourself up without belittling others. Yeah, in any fashion of life. Yeah, but I think we we have as like as as like you can be great without shitting on someone else. Yeah, of course. Generationally, though, we have become we have become very superficial. So I do think that a lot of the reason for um some of the women that think like this is caused because of us because like we do some guys do light the fire like under under these women's ass, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, they do. We 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 contribute. We we create because they have no. No real life social skills, man. They just rely solely online. Who? The the guys that light the fire under the arse. Okay, yeah. The ones yeah. that be putting them on a pedestal and not knowing how to talk to like someone as an actual person. Yeah. And you know, they'll 
they'll gas them up in the comments or the DMs or whatever. Right. And obviously that inflates ego. Or they'll, I don't know, cash out them or fucking Amazon wishlist shit. You know what I'm saying? I think it's the most brazen thing to have like a cash app, PayPal or Amazon wishlisting in your in your bio. Nah, nah, I'm about to do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> it's mad hey, It's coming brazen. soon. PayPal, we give me some bread. <laughs> Like, Christmas is coming. Need them gifts, but <laughs> donations, donations, <laughs> more gifts. Nah, but like I don't know. I just think you know you're just there. You're doing nothing. You're not like necessarily marketing something. You're not no, really no, a big the, online it's, presence. It's a lot. A lot of the time, it's the guy's fault for you no know, putting people on a pedestal online. Mm. I guess the short the short answer is. Uh, it's it the the thing with the short answer is, is that it's so it's it's very cliche but the cliche is normal we shouldn't there's no st- standards are kind of individually determined in it so when it comes to relationships it's not like if you go into a relationship you're like oh yeah I want a woman that like will cook that will clean da 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 it's like you know if you vibe you vibe in it it's like that's yeah. why I don't believe in the whole existence of a talking stage I don't the talking stage is okay. something that okay uh, this is a new take. I don't think we brought this to the platform before. No, nah, I don't think we have. But like for Let's me, let talk about it, King. The talking stage is something that it talk it, to him. It only happened maybe what two, three years ago, and it's it's a it's an unnecessary prerequisite with that we have with people. It's like, oh yeah, let's let's just kind of see how things go. Where if we vibe, we vibe, and if we don't vibe, we don't vibe. But like with these kind of things, you know, straight away, not straight away, but like. It, it doesn't take years. It doesn't take... People will be in talking stages for like three, six, seven, eight, nine months. <laughs> like temporary accommodation. Right, exactly. <laughs> it's like, I know, I, I, know, I know people that have been in talking stages longer than I know some people that have been in established relationships. Right, right, so it's right. like... At that point, you're just lying to each, your, each other. You're lying right, to yourselves. And you're right, just, right. You're just friends with benefits at that time. You know, maybe, not even, maybe not even necessarily that. But the, 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 the talking stage, I think, adds unnecessary pressure towards something that um something that you both want to happen because most people will get into a what they call a talking stage with the view long term that they're going to get into a relationship okay but if you add a probationary period to it's like adding a probationary period to a probationary period right because when you when you talk when you talk to someone and you're like you're thinking oh yeah we vibe you know we might be getting into a relationship you know you, you're just going to be friends in it but you're not. You're going to be friends, and then maybe eventually you end up being like together. The but, word friends, though, that's a. There's like a ash. That's like written in italic. That's got like quotation marks next to that, man. Because you're only you're trying to pursue things in the hopes of something long term based on attraction of some kind, isn't it? Yeah, but I don't necessarily think you need to label it as a talking stage as such. No, but you can't call it friends either. Then what are you then? Let's ask the listeners. What do you think you are? I think you're friends. Like, it, 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 nah. If you're seeing, if you're, I think if your interest is, is with a person is based on a, is based on an attraction, then if you're gonna call it friends, you have to put an asterisk next to it, though. Okay. That's like if you're not attractive, I wouldn't be your friend. And that's uh, not true. Okay, but then you can look at it from the other side of the coin. If you're friends with this, let's let's say if, let's go with my narrative for a second. If you're friends with this person, you're like both pursuing something, and over time you decide that oh, okay, maybe that maybe like we're not gonna vibe. Then what are you? So, you're not going to vibe in the sense that you don't want to pursue a relationship. Yeah. Then you would be friends. But then what's changed? 
you're not trying to pursue anything further that's what i'm saying that initial put trying to pursue something based on attraction you're not that's that's something else that's not friends is it not no it's not i don't know what we're going to call it but i don't i wouldn't consider that friend if if i'm pursuing a girl based on physical attraction or something mm. and i, w- I want to see where this can go whether it be something long term or we mm. hook up or something like that mm. if somewhere down the line we don't do that but we still remain in contact then with that that's when we become friends until then I don't really know. I mean... So in that time, how would you introduce this person? Again, I think... It, all right, you can say friends, but there's an asterisk to him. <laughs> so you're going to literally say, oh, yeah, this is my friend with an asterisk. No, nah, I mean, you, you don't say asterisk. Of course just, not. Like there, but... Right. It's, it's, it's generally... All right, but you know, both of you know you're not just friends, though. No. Okay. Both, both of you know you're not... Because a girl that you're seeing, yeah. that's, that you're not serious with, and she's not serious with, yeah. You don't introduce her as yeah, this not it's a girl I'm seeing. You're still gonna int- you you introduce her as a friend because it's it's courtesy, you know. Yeah. And also you're keeping your business private. Yeah. So regardless of whatever it is, like blanket statement, you're gonna say friend. I okay. I okay. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. I think it's because. <sighs> It's like, you know, all right, cool. Right, yeah, you're friends. Okay, like, okay, let's say you're whatever you are, right? And you're talking and stuff. And it's like, okay, cool, yeah. Within within the two within the two of you, not specifically you, but like I'm saying, within the two of you, between like you and you and your lady, you know that you're working towards something. Okay. But from the outside, sort of some from the outside, someone looking, a third party would look at you. And they would probably know, maybe or maybe not, that you might be working towards something. But to them, you're you're friends. You'd have to ask them that, man. You can't you can't say that for them, for a hypothetical third person. Okay, fair. I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm, maybe I'm just looking at it differently. Maybe I'm maybe I'm just looking at it differently. How did we? How did we even get? I don't know, talking, man. I don't talking, know, but we just went into like some next debate. Nah, we were talking about like the absent. Like for me, I was saying how the talking stage is not a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, so, that's right. That's right. Yeah, but um, I, like it's it's just the only reason that this came up is because it frustrates me. It doesn't even bother me in the slightest, in the sense that it doesn't affect me at all. But I know a number of like I've seen a number of occasions where people have talked about having failed talking stages. And it's like, what, what's a failed talking stage? breakdown negotiation the terms and commitments the terms and conditions sorry the time and commitment t's and c's well what's that you're just adding you're just adding unnecessary like layers yeah you're adding unnecessary layers oh i've had many too many failed talking stages it's like no you don't talk about it like that if you if you eliminate the terminology that is a talking stage it's like okay cool i was seeing this guy if you're a woman i was seeing this guy and it didn't work out we decided to be friends or we decided to part ways and that's fine yeah but if the, the moment you label it as a talking stage, now you've got something that you can tally up. Maybe people like stats. Nah, man. I think that just, I'm, I feel I feel like, especially in this day and age where relationships seem like such a, they, they, they seem like really valuable currency. I feel like it just devalue, it, it makes you devalue yourself more. Yeah, it does. It does. Same with friends. Friend, we're not friends. Same with that word, friends. Like everyone's not your friend. Oh yeah, 100%. That's what I'm saying. You're devaluing yourself and... Yeah. that title like i'm not your friend yeah no it's, it's it's true like we're very we're very quick to put labels on things but um yeah like i would like to see uh 
an, an, an abolishment with, of, of, the, um, of the term talking stage because it's like I say, you're adding, you're adding, you're adding extra layers to things. It's like, you can't have, you can't have, you can't have failed talking stages if you don't have talking stages in it. Like you just got to accept that with, with, with some, with some people, you're just not going to, you're just not going to jam and that's fine. But you can't keep you can't if, if you if you put a label on it that it's gonna be in your head. It's like oh yeah, like with this person and this person and this person and this person. But once you like yeah, the label the label is what is what damages you. You're just adding extra unnecessary pressure. I think there's with with relationships nowadays, it's it, it seems like it's one of those things where if you're not in a relationship, you're the weird one. And with the with the rise in online dating and stuff, it kind of like, you know, if you're the, if you're the single friend, it's, it's awkward and stuff like that. And it shouldn't be, you know, you should nah, be, not at all, man. you should be, you should be content to be, you should be content to be on your own first and foremost. Yeah, definitely. But don't let other people, you know, what other people are doing. If, if people are happy in their relationships, don't forget that they're only showing you their best. Like there's, 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 there's layers to this shit. So that's a fact. That's that's just my my two cents on on, on the talking stage thing. I, I, this was not something that I planned to bring to today's episode in the slightest, but here we are. Yeah, we are. So yeah, um, thank you, brother Mo, for hitting out um, hitting me up uh, the other day. It was a nice, it was a very nice chat that we had. Uh, very unexpected. Please don't call again. No, I'm playing. Um, thank you very much. You actually, um, he actually did um, say about inviting guests on as well and i told him about how we can we can just literally phone in guests and stuff and how it would be good to have certain people for debates on particular subjects yeah we definitely facilitate that but um i actually do want what i said to him was that um because I, I two people have said a similar like a similar kind of thing with regards to people calling in and they said because you know me and you've known each other for so long and we're established and whatnot right if they were to call in on a particular subject they might feel like we would like gang up on them in it I'm not going to say we're not, but it depends if we agree or not, though. And I would, that's what I said to Mo. I was like, well, that's not... It's, a lot it's of the not, time, just now, we just we didn't agree. Yeah, and I was saying to Mo, like, we don't, we don't necessarily agree all the time on, on, on particular things. But more than that, the, the, the point of... We're not like a clout-chasing... We're not like a clout-chasing podcast. If someone's coming to... If, they, if someone wants to come and debate something that we've, we've spoken about or just something that they've not, not even necessarily got a, a different perspective on, we're not going to try and shout you down we're not going to try and like, you know, use you for like shits and giggles and stuff like that. Like, well, I want to have that conversation because it's educational for everybody. At the end of the day, we're trying to cater to our listeners in the sense that we want like someone, we want whoever's listening to what we're, we're saying to take something away from the episode. Yes. And we're not here to try and like bully or belittle anyone in any kind of sense. So yeah, if you feel like, you know, you've got something you want to say by all means hit us up we are we're here like you know we um we can definitely facilitate that if you want to do a live debate and then you officially be a contributor to the to the podcast so yeah all right something for you for me yeah mm-hmm. would you rather uh, I hate would you rather questions. Would you rather know how you was going to die or 
when he was gonna die. Hmm. Ooh. Ah. How or when? Uh. How, I think. Okay. And the reason the reason You're I say bugging, but okay, go go on. I think the reason the reason Show I say how out. the reason I say how is because there's I think five marks. <laughs> there's much less. I mean, I don't live a I don't live a particularly adventurous life. So I think if, with regards to like knowing how I'm gonna die, I think there's a lot more I can do to kind of. Nah, you can't. You're gonna. It's gonna happen. No, I'm not. not I'm not saying prevent it. Okay, all right, but all right. there's like there's a lot more I can do with that information in the sense that really. How, what? How? Think about what you just said. You can do more with the information with no time limit. But like that, that could be, that could be, it could be today. It could be tomorrow. I, yeah, but that I mean, variable the pro- the is prob- enough to like, sh- surely you would want to know the time. You'd want to know when. Nah. I'm definitely taking when. You can definitely plan way better when you have an end date. When you have a set date, you can definitely plan better. In anything, but if you got a test coming up in a year, yeah, you can you can study better for that test. Then all right, you got a test coming, but we're not gonna tell you. What the, the what the fuck? I'm thinking what that's gonna do to you mentally. Yeah, you don't know when you're gonna die. Just how? Just imagine that you say, all right, you know how you're gonna die. It's a uh, it's a car accident. Mm-hmm. For the rest of your life, you're yeah. gonna be praying at every. You're gonna be flinching at every car, every bib. Of course, because you have no idea when it's coming. Yeah, well, but maybe if you, if you if you knew seventy years from now, yeah, you're gonna die of stuff. Then what you, if they tell me I'm gonna die in six months? Okay, but then you know if they say you're gonna die in a car accident, every car for the rest of your life, you're gonna be like, oh, this is my time. Yeah, but I thought like, you can't live like that. When I say there's a lot more, like a lot more I could do with that information, I think unless something wild happens, I mean, freak accidents can happen and stuff. It's more than likely that I will probably. Like most people, most people die generally of like old age or some kind of debilitating disease towards the end of their life. So unless I'm going to die in some sort of freak accident where like, I don't know, a piano yeah, falls you, out you, of my head out of nowhere. You don't get to choose. Of course not. I don't know. You don't but get to choose. You just know how. You don't know when. I think personally within the way I live my life and the way my life is yeah. with the, with barring freak accidents, I'm more than confident that I'm probably going to die of some sort of natural cause. Okay. So with regards to knowing when I'm going to die, I think... I would do, for example, whatever I can to circumvent that. If I found out I was going to die within the next five to 10 years, I'm probably going to be thinking, shit, I'm going to get some kind of, you know, incurable disease. So I'm just going to probably like, like eat really healthily, but I'm going to be anxious for the rest of my life. I think I'll be much, I'm much more comfortable living knowing how I'm going to die than when I'm going to die. You just spoke about being anxious, but you know, you're only going to be anxious for five years. That's a long time to be anxious. You could be an- yeah, but if you only know how, you could be anxious for fifty years. Well, I don't know. I don't know. Not really. I I don't think I would. I, I don't think if 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 someone said to, if I if I asked when I was gonna how I was gonna die and someone was like oh you're gonna be shot I'm not gonna just like never leave my house. I will probably continue to live live my life as normal. And if I just if I if I walked out of my house the next morning and I got shot, that was my time to go. But I don't think yeah. I don't think I could live my life. I don't think I could live a half life knowing how I was going to die. If I knew when I was going to die, I think I would be anticipating it. No matter how long it was. If they said to me I'm going to die at like 80, 80 years old, I think I think still 
I mean, maybe for the last 10 years of my life, I'd probably be thinking, oh man, like it's going to happen soon. Nah, I'm taking the time, man. I'm sh- I can do much. I can do much more. I can do f- more things leading up to that to secure situations. And I just feel like I could live my life better than knowing how I'm going to die but not when. Because I'm just going to be, like I said, I'm going to be like nervous at every corner. Nah. Thinking, is this the fucking... Is is this the, the building that falls on me? <laughs> nah, not me. I think I... Nah, not me. Granted, I didn't really give that too much thought but even now I'm thinking about it properly I, I still think I would rather know how mm. alright I, I want to know the time though I want to know the date I will put measures in place for example to make it as painless as possible alright I can't choose how I'm going to die no you can't choose but can't. if I knew how I was going to die I would try and make it as painless as possible but I would do that on a date as well I would just try and do everything to minimise whatever it's going to be but you don't know what it's going to be. No, you don't. That's what I'm saying to you. You don't know what it's yeah, going to no, be. No, no, You don't know what it's going to be. So if they said to you, you're going to die in 60 years, you could... Yeah, I, but I they're gonna, know, it's like, not just 60 years. It's 60 years from now, this date. Yeah. They could tell you like the day, the minute, but you yeah. don't know how you're going to die. No, you don't know how you're going to die. So you, can't, you can't really prepare for it in that sense. You can. How? Because you have 60 years to do so. But you can't prepare for your death. Not the way you're going to die, but you right. know you're going to die. That's what I'm saying, or... yeah. Uh Nah, I'd rather it's know like, how. It's I like think I'd rather know how. It's like your fucking the first Zeppeli. But he knew he was gonna. He knew them two guys was gonna wash him. He knew he was gonna die in Georgia season one. So this is a, our context. But he knows <laughs> what I'm talking about. He knew. He knew it. The music was playing before he entered the fight. He knew. He did what he had to do. That's what I'd be like. I was just walking into the, you know, accepting nah, it. I think I would. Round I think about I would, loading up in the background. I think I would be able to make peace with knowing how. I think I, I yeah I think I'll be able to make that's peace that's wild because what if it's mad like gruesome I can't make peace with that you're gonna get buzz sword in half on some final destination shit you're gonna be driving behind on your new bike touch wood pause um, on your new bike that you're about to get in March and some fucking beams is gonna fly off the back of the truck f- through your helmet I, I don't wanna know that why would you say that I'm just trying to make, paint the most vivid picture to tell you why I picked my choice I mean, right, but you can make peace if you can make peace with that man. You, you've made you've made some solid stuff. Nah, it's, yeah, I, I think I, I think I'm yeah. It's not in not in a, not in like no heroic shit. Like I'm ready to die or anything. But I think I think like if it was if it were to happen, I'd be okay with it. Not that doesn't that doesn't make sense. Like how do I say it? When even yesterday I posted something on Instagram. I was like, if 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 um if I got COVID, for example, and I got it really really bad, and I was gonna die from it, I would accept that. That is that's just God's plan. Yeah, I, I say that if I because I can't swim. If I'm on a if I'm on a boat and it sinks, I'm dead. I'll yeah, take, but I'll like, take that. but the thing with something like that is that if you if you know you can't swim, you would just avoid going. You would avoid you would avoid yeah, boat no, travel. I'm, I'm getting on boats. And that's the thing. I would be the same. If I knew I was going to die, I'm not going to live a half-life because I know... No, I'm not saying you should, though. I'm just saying, what would you rather know? Because I just feel like knowing the, the date and the time, I can just like plan properly around my everyday life. Like I, could put, I can put situations in motion because I now have a time limit. Yeah. I feel like you can just plan better when you have a date. If any, in anything, you can plan better if you have a date. Just, that's just life in general. It could be anything. Yeah, was, yeah. Like, we can plan this podcast better because we record on Fridays. 
if we knew we'd record a podcast but we didn't have a date it's gonna be a bit shambolic isn't it yeah okay I'm saying yeah who did someone ask you this that's crazy that is crazy on the, well I mean I don't wanna like I ain't got another would you rather so that's, that's what I got I don't wanna continue the subject of like death and stuff it was you know, yeah, it's, it's a, a bit, bit of a, it's a bit of a tough subject ah, but we do, do it, have to say we do have to say a couple of uh, rest in peace messages ah man Probably, I mean, no, no, we shouldn't really live with it. Like, we, we started with a good vibe. But yeah, but, no, um, we but um, rest in peace, Peggy Mitchell. Yeah, so yeah, Dame um, Dame Barbara Windsor, rest in peace to you. I wish you got to throw me out your pub. That's a good tribute. I never got thrown out of the Vic. Um, I actually, I know, I was never really a fan of EastEnders. I never watched EastEnders, but my parents nah. were like, they used to watch the carry-on films the- because they're that age in it and it used to come on TV all the time so that was kind of like where I knew Barbara Rinsel from and yes I did watch EastEnders for a yeah, piece no, but that, yeah, yeah, yeah. like you know everyone knows about her iconic quote and that she was like you know she owned the Vic and that but yeah rest in peace um, passed away at the ripe old age of 83 I believe she lived a very very fruitful and inspirational life yeah with uh, passed with a struggle with Alzheimer's disease I believe People were tuning in for her day every day apart from Wednesdays. I think EastEnders don't come on Wednesdays or something. Yeah. And the weekends. But people were tuning in every day for years and years and years. Yeah, so, yeah it's crazy. No, you're, this is going to be felt. Yeah, definitely. 100% will. In British television for years to come. Yeah. Yeah, yeah now her contribution towards, like, you know, TV is, is speaks for itself. Like, it was, a lot of people will just see her as, you know, Peggy Mitchell, but yeah, she did. She really did do so much. If you look at her TV, um, uh, all the TV shows she did and her filmography, even the voice roles she did, she did like a hell of a lot of stuff. So yes, rest in peace to you, um, Barbara Windsor. And we also have a rest in peace message to the original, um, the original hood bully. Ah man, I'm gonna I'm just tuck mine in. <laughs> the original hood bully, Tiny Lister Junior. Uh, most, most of most of like most of the people listening may know him as um, as Debo from oh. the Friday series from Friday and next Friday. Was he on all three? Or was yeah, he in... yeah. He was in all, all three. three of them. Yeah, so yeah, from Debo from the Friday trilogy of movies. Bro, this is. Or as um, President Lindbergh from the Fifth Element. Oh, he's he's in Little Nicky as well. Super Devil Juice. He was even in Fresh Prince. Yeah, he was in. He's in a Chameleon Air video as well. Twice. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But I remember, I, it's funny because um, when I watched Fresh Prince, like back to back, was that this year? I don't know. This year's been a long year. Probably last year. It doesn't really matter. But I watched Fresh Prince and I was like, oh shit, look, that's Debo in the episode where um, they go to, they go to Compton. Okay. And Carlton starts speaking like a gangster. Yeah. It yeah. was that episode. Uh, and I was like, oh shit, look, that's Tiny Lister. So yeah, he passed away um, right, sixty two, which is sad, which man. is quite young actually. Uh, he was uh, an actor, a wrestler, well, born just, again Christian. I can't believe a Friday is such a such a piece of our culture. Like it's yeah, crazy. Cr- yeah, like, insane. It's cr- there is no Friday without this guy. Yeah, it's, that whole thing doesn't happen. It's the same year that we lost lost pops as well, isn't it? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, so that's that's it's crazy. Like you know, two of the staple characters of the series uh, have passed away, and 62 is really young to die, if you ask me. So, 
Yeah, he's still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel you. Yeah, rest in peace, the tiny Lister. Yeah, he um peace, he had complications with COVID earlier in the year, but he beat it. And I think he was having COVID symptoms again. Uh, but there's not really been like an official reason no, into no. like his into early. his death and stuff like that. So, man. not that it matters, but rest in peace. For yeah, real I, iconic, rest iconic peace, character, man. Peace, like he, man. honestly, when I was younger and like you know watching Friday, I think he was one of the very first people on the screen that I was like legitimately scared. You tucked of, your chain like, in like, like, yeah, yeah, at home. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> he's like, yeah, just tuck your chain <laughs> in your yeah, house. You like, you at home. Yeah, he was he, like an intimidating. He was an intimidating character, a larger than life character. He was in um. Which Batman movie was he in? Which one was the one with Bane? Dark Knight Rises, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, he was in that film as well. He was one of the prisoners. Oh, okay. So that was a good fucking movie, man. Yeah, so uh long and prosperous career, but rest in peace to both Tiny Lister and Barbara Windsor, icons of their um icons of their craft. Yes, for sure, for sure. Like, Could do you know the whole coin the term phase Debo? There's a Debo on every block in every like, oh man, that has been a, like that is a term. Yeah, it's like, yeah. It became yeah, it became like, an adjective, oh, didn't yeah, it? Ah, like, yeah, uh, yeah. We 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 all we all know a Debo. Yeah, we all know a Debo. Nah, it's crazy. I'm gonna watch Friday when I go home. Yeah, all of them, man. <sighs> Got to think of something positive now to lighten the mood, like because you know. <laughs> We're an hour in and we just, we just spent the last 20 minutes talking about death. Alright. Let's see if I can't help if we can't help someone out. So someone someone asked me. Now this is a married couple mm. that have split. Okay. Mm. And I from my understanding the split came about because the husband in the relationship was going through some problems, both mentally and physically. Um, and he was not feeling himself. So they took time away so he could get right, which right. I think is like very admirable, both of them to, to do. Mm. However, the question is when both are hopeful, um, that it will work, but there's no signs of it. When would you call it a day and move on? And being the other, the significant other in this relationship, how do you go about navigating your own life whilst keeping, I guess, his feelings and well-being as a priority as well? Because... Obviously, you're not with this person, so you want to live your own life. Mm -hmm. You may meet new people. You may take interest. Mm -hmm. You also are a grown adult and have needs that uh, need fulfilling. Yeah. But how long... You want to be with this person, but they're emotionally unavailable. How long do you wait for something like that? So that's a very complicated, layered question that probably requires an answer of just the, just the same. I like it though. Thought provoking. Do you have an answer? Uh, I'm not as whole, but I. I mean, from I, what I can, what I, I can I kind of take from that. I have something. I got something as well, but I don't. I don't think it's like complete. But from like what I would say from that is, I feel that you have to, you have to live your life, um, but just make sure that. 
the other person knows that you are you are there for them um and just make sure you know what you're getting yourself into whilst you're living your life um if this is obviously something that you know you walk down the aisle with that anything that you're you know you're partaking in during this time of them finding yourself and you not really knowing what to do but still living your life you just got to make sure that you kind of know what you're getting into and that is it everything that you want from it or is it coming with extra extra or is it coming with less so for instance what i'm saying is like if you meet somebody new and you want something just casual because you know you're a woman you want to feel loved Mm. you want to feel you know you want to be you want to feel touched or you want to feel comforted or whatever the case may be are you getting just what you're looking for or does it come with like a whole bunch of bells and whistles or some other bullshit or drama or is the other person getting too attached you just got to make sure that you're on the same page like because you might just be getting like dick and problems when really you just want to get laid respectfully but are, are you getting just that or are you getting a whole bunch of other shit that comes with it or are you getting the person that you're involved with now are they going to get attached and is that going to cause complications down the line ultimately i would say that you have to kind of live your life and until that other person is kind of ready to come around your your ex is ready to kind of come around and feel like themselves again um you kind of got to live your life but just always just be there to support them in whichever way you can if you truly want to pick that up back up and pursue that that's kind of all I can think of right now so why Joseph's filling in the blanks I'm gonna no no I got something because um I think I think I might need to I might need to read out a little bit of the question again all right but not the whole thing okay. but before I like if I if I'm gonna if I'm if I'm wrong with something just chip in yeah cool with regards to this couple they are they're separated yes and they are, I guess, trying to move on with their respective lives while they are separated. Or rather, they're trying to just live their own lives while they're separated, like with their marriage relationship on the back burner with a view to getting back to where they were. Yeah, so for my my gist of it is like, the breakup wasn't because they wanted to see other people. Yes. It was just because one party was going through is going through like physical or mental problems right now yeah as as themselves so i guess they just you know trying to they just take a step back from things to see if they if you know that person can then get right but in doing so obviously it leaves the other party involved in kind of like a predicament do they wait do they wait for this person right or do they kind of live their life as fruitful as it could be Okay. Well, I think if, if 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 like the marriage in itself is something that you want to kind of, you know, you want to keep it going, I think you have to have that conversation with your partner as to like what your um what your general status is, especially if like you said you want to go out and like, you know, not necessarily like live your life or sleep with other people or whatever whatnot. But if you do want to like see other people and I mean, it, it goes without saying that if you're in a relationship, you want to, you do want to feel loved. You want to feel appreciated. And if you don't feel, if you don't feel like you're getting that from your partner and like your 
separated for whatever reason it may be and one of you or both of you is trying to get right and you feel like you want to get that attention somewhere else i think the courteous thing to do is have a conversation with that person if you are of the of the frame of mind that you do want to get back to where you were um prior to all this thing messing up so if if like in this particular in this particular example where the guy kind of needs whatever he needs like his time or his space and, and the woman might, ne- might not necessarily feel like you know she's feeling loved or appreciated she hasn't got anyone to turn to like mentally physically romantically whatnot if she does want to go out and see people she kind of needs to i feel like she needs to address it with the guy first say what do, what does our life look like what does what does my life look like um from this standpoint to you how do you see um this aspect of our relationship in the current moment and i think after that you will know how to act accordingly if he is saying for example that uh he doesn't want you to see other people or anything like that then you've got like then you've got a different problem to address right, yeah, because yeah, at that point that. at that point you've got to kind of be like you know i've i have needs and yeah. if you're not willing to address them like as that is kind of you know one of the bare minimum requirements that we need as 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 husband and wife you yeah. know i you can you can per, you can perfectly reasonably understand that people are going through things without compromising on your own happiness and well-being in my opinion okay so if it's a thing where he's like oh i don't want i don't want to or blah 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 i don't feel like i feel, I feel attracted in that way or i'm not i'm not up to it you i i believe as in her case she has the right to go out and you know explore her options okay and but as long as he's clear with that i don't necessarily think he's got a leg to stand on okay bearing in mind that this person may not be mentally well though yeah but the the thing that mental illness in itself is such a quandary because you know if you're gonna if you're gonna you can accommodate not using it for like emotion i'm not saying like to throw that in as like emotional emotional blackmail blackmail. yeah yeah of course not but it's like you gotta be delicate because if you you do yes you make a choice in your life obviously it's going to affect that person but if you understand if you understand within yourself that that choice is not coming from a selfish place yeah then i think you can i think your conscience should be clear right i believe that's i believe so anyway because mental mental health is one of those weird things where you know it's not one it's not something that you can put a time limit on so if if someone's like oh yeah i just need um i need time to get right it's like i mean even with me like it's something that i don't know I, i don't know what my time limit is and if that was affecting my relationships, then I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to hold that L in it. But you can't have, you can have it on your, you can have it like in the back of your mind, but you can't have it on your conscience because you are not solely responsible for everyone else's well-being mentally. Yes, you are a contributing factor, but if you are going to dictate how you live your life based on someone else's male, like well-being mentally or their mental state, you're handicapping yourself. Right, because you're thinking about you're thinking about your own you're thinking about your own beliefs, and it's like okay, cool. But is it coming from a selfish place? If I put my um, if I'm if I'm if if I'm thinking about myself to accommodate somebody else, now you've got problems. That's what I think, because you're you're now you're the problems that you have are on the back burner because you think that someone else's problems are more important. Uh, okay. 
That's so it's not telling you to be selfish. No, no, no. Not telling. Not not saying to be selfish at all. But I think I think you know, you have to you have to take stock of your um you have to take stock of your own well being, your own happiness. And if you, as long as you're having that conversation candidly with the person involved, then then you, then cook. I say you know you don't have to have that on your conscience. You'd like maybe I'm looking at it in a really dogmatic and uh self like self centered way, but. You can't, you can't let people's condition dictate how you live your life entirely. Okay. Obviously, you can accommodate these people, yeah. but you can't let that. You can't let you can't sacrifice your own happiness to accommodate people, especially if that that sacrifice is going. It could be going unnoticed. Through sickness and through health, huh? Yeah. Through yeah, yeah. yeah through sickness and health. But it's not a thing where it's like, I'm cutting you off because you've got that. It, this is the thing. It's not like saying I'm cutting you off. Like I'm, I want out of this marriage because of your mental problems. You're, most people will be compelled to stay, of course. But if it gets to a point where there's no noticeable improvement, for example, or yeah. that person isn't doing anything to help themselves, yeah. then you've got to take matters into your own hands. Right. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Thank you for saying that. Cause I probably didn't, I didn't like cross the T's and dot the I's. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. They did go down the aisle you his parents are now your in-laws and vice versa so that is is a factor but just whatever whatever you choose to get yourself into just make sure just like ask yourself is it really worth it and is it is it everything that you wanted from what you're getting yourself into right exactly that was a really nice question i i, I, really, I really had to like rub a couple brain cells together there do you feel that they could still be friends after this after something like that yeah I think so. Do you feel like you could be friends with exes in general? Or yeah, do you feel like you could be friends with an ex in general? Yes. Do you feel it like depend, it, it entirely okay. depends it depends on the circumstances of the breakup of course, but right, yeah, right, I, th right. I, I think so, yes. Like some more of than like especially especially at this age for example, most breakups that that happen aren't necessarily um they're not like very sour breakups. I think they're, you know, most people can break up amicably or they can be um they can at least be. I mean, how do you define friend? This is the friend without the asterisk. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is the yeah. This is the friend like, without the asterisk. Um, yeah, I think you can be friends. I, don't I think know. It, I think I don't it, know. like you could you know be cool. I think cool. it can be complex though. Right. I I was gonna add, like another part once you answered this is, do you feel like you could be in a relationship and they're still friends with their ex? Do you feel that that's not? Do you feel that that's gonna have a hindrance on the relationship? Um. Maybe. Honestly, I think even if if you're not friends, like if you're not friends with your ex and you're in a relationship, there's zero chance that it can have an effect in your relationship because you're not friends with them, right? If right. you are still friends with them, even if it's like a 0.1% chance that it could have an effect in your relationship, that's still more than zero. So... You kind of got to weigh it up. Like there's a potential 0.1 to maybe even a hundred percent chance it could affect your relationship. Whereas this one is a guaranteed zero. <laughs> I hear that. You know what I'm saying? I hear that. I'm not trying to force anybody. Like don't, I'm me personally, you know me, I'm, I'm secure in my spot anyway. Yeah. But I'm just saying in general, I could see where that is. I would understand if someone was like, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that fair enough? Yeah, yeah I would understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm saying, personally, for me... And if I, you respect your partner, like, you shouldn't... You should and 
nobody else, I, I believe that nobody else should know that you're no longer friends with this person because of your partner. That's between you and your partner. Like when you see like shit like that get out, like the amount of statuses I've seen where like, oh, I've lost so many guy friends because of insecure girlfriends. Or vice versa. Yeah. Like you've never seen, like to me that irks me because that guy, that information never should have got out. Yeah. Like if you're, if you're, if you're like dead in your female friends because of your girlfriend, that is between you and your girlfriend and that, and that information should never leak out. Like if they want to put two and two together and just assume that, then they're going on an assumption and that's on, that's on them. Okay. So then if you're in a relationship and like, for example, your your girl doesn't like one of your girlfriends. Yeah. And she's like, I want you to cut her off. Are you cutting her off? Yeah. But With, you would never know that. What? What? Okay, so... You just got slowly kind of phase them out like if you if you value your relationship that much and you think it's the one then you can't you got to do that i know it sounds like it sounds odd but no you shouldn't that information that you've done that is but that's between you and your girl okay but you're just gonna cut her off just like that i'm not like that but you know i'm, you, I'm not saying you gotta like you've got like, you gotta take x or instantly i'm just saying no, like you're not you gonna gotta, ask why or you're not gonna question yeah, yeah, gonna you, question. i mean you kind of want to get but at the same time i'm not asking why to I'm not asking why to refute anything that you're saying. I just want to get an understanding. Okay, yeah, that's perfectly yeah, valid. Yeah, I'm, not, yeah, asking, oh, I'm yeah. not asking why to kind of find like holes and flaws and stuff. Yeah, like, yeah, just yeah, so long yeah, as like yeah, you yeah. keep the same energy. Like if, if, I, if vice versa, if you have a guy, if it's like a guy friend kind of thing, I'm never, I'm never going to ask that. But just in general, if you can't be hypocritical about it. That's fair. That's fair. I think that's fair to say. But I just don't like how I see shit like that. And it's like, how would they know that? Like if if the if a guy if you if you're messaging someone saying oh yeah I can't be with you because my girl's tripping like you're I think you're whack for that yeah no nah, you shouldn't like, do that, that you should you definitely shouldn't do that you definitely shouldn't like, do don't that don't throw your girl under the bus and vice versa ladies don't throw your guy under the bus what especially because people the people can be really vindictive and they'll yeah, just try and they'll yeah. try and go out of their way to kind of sabotage that yeah, just do not do even that, necessarily man. for because they want to be with you no, just no, because no, they want to cause trouble yeah yeah I hear that all that but. Yeah, so that's how I feel about friends of exes and mixes and relationships and that. Hmm. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't know how. I mean, it's not something that happens. I, I wouldn't say. I think it's a it's an age thing because I don't necessarily think it happens much anymore. But there were times like way back when where it was like, yeah, I want you to cut off so and so person, and it's like that's a high school cause, shit because I don't like them. It's like <laughs> damn, but. But but I like them. <laughs> it's like it's like so. But yeah, I mean, I think now I'm older and wiser. I think you might be you might be right. It's that you know, it's it, in the interest of the greater good. You know, you kind of do have to make sacrifices. But yeah. at the same time, I feel there's, there there still needs to be a degree of rationality behind this. Like, be reasonable. Don't just not like someone because I don't know they wear the same clothes as you. Yeah, or no, not like that. Obviously, like, you're just be, uh, yeah, we're please show you're working. Like, yeah, 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 five marks. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Right, well, with that said, I don't think we didn't have anything else for this week, actually, did we? Not that I can, not that I can think of. Nah, nah. Uh, Shouts SW6 XLND. Had a little shoot with them a couple of days ago. Had to do it for my borough, you know. SW6 figure. Who else? Who else embodies the embodies the borough? But I. So shout out to them. <laughs> the mayor, yeah. Out. 
them 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 pictures will be touching down on a on a screen near you. Show them some love as well. Follow them on the gram as well. That's SW6XLND. Um and yeah, yeah. Just stay tuned for that. Uh, Serving a little flavour here and there. I would like to shout out the the people that congratulated me for passing my theory test. Um <laughs> Uh, shout outs to my 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 good friend and my, my good friend and brother Mo for for ringing me the other day. It's kind of kind of weird to you know have people ring you out of the like out of the blue just you know just to talk. So that was nice. Um, I should probably do it more for other people. <laughs> don't ring me though. <laughs> yeah, don't worry. Like, don't I'm worry playing, like, I'm <laughs> yeah, I should probably ring people more, especially you know like you know it's been a bit of a weird year. A lot of people I know lost jobs and stuff like that. It's just, you know, it's good to hear people's voices. Yeah, yeah. People you haven't seen in a while, especially, I, I managed to buck up with a couple of my friends yesterday that I haven't seen since, like collectively since January, which was nice. So, oh, yeah, to everyone um, who's listening, thank you so much once again for, for staying with us. Yeah, quarter century. So those of you who are listening for the first time, got no idea why you started with episode twenty five, but thank you listening for listening anyway. Go back and um pick up some of the gems that we've dropped previously. Um I hope that you guys took uh at least a small interest in the bonus episode that we dropped this week with the um philosophical dichotomy test that we um that we took. That that dropped on Wednesday. So if you haven't listened to that, go back and listen to that. It's a, a thirty minute bite sized episode. Something if you haven't got through the hump week, yeah. If you haven't well, got the weather's kind of cold, so you know, figured you'd be indoors. You ain't got time to listen to a full episode. It's like a little thirty five minute bite sized episode. So there's that. We'll probably be doing more of those in the not too distant future. There's a number of those um kind of those kind of tests. There's one for there's one that I've got like queued up for victimhood, which I probably want to read into a bit more. Yeah, please do. Don't don't tell them what we got in a pipeline. No, I mean, hmm. let me see. Leave that as a surprise. They're all like agree, disagree sort of questions anyway. So yeah, well, um, we got that. We got those. We got those in the tuck. But yeah, stay tuned for those. We're not going to bombard you with quizzes every week. Um, next week is going to be the 18th of December. So that will be a week before Christmas. That will be our penultimate Christmas episode. Uh, I don't know if you've got anything planned for that but we'll probably have something like we'll work on something in the week yeah yeah till next week I don't think I've got anyone else to shout out once again rest in peace to Dane Brabo Rinzard rest in peace to Debo aka Tiny Lister Jr well, like I've like both me and Ren have mentioned icons of their craft I hope this episode has been um, informational and educational to you and like you've enjoyed it until next week look after each other uh, look after yourselves. Until then, peace out. Love. <laughs>